You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You know, it was just a really trying time for me. I mean, you know, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know where I was. Like, oh, I'm walking boy. through the building and I don't have it right there to look so at. So alone, so untethered to, to the keep, world. You know, to keep keep up to date with everything. Yeah. I just felt like I was freewheeling. You know, the apocalypse could have been happening. I wouldn't know because I didn't have any way to be notified. And that's the kind of thing. That's I'm, I'm just saying. That's true. You need to understand what a difficult morning it was for me. And I think you should really appreciate that and perhaps just be a little bit softer. The struggle is real, today. Greg. The struggle was really hard, yeah. and I didn't know what was going on. And no, because you worst wrote me, all, and I thought that there was something actually wrong with you this morning. Uh, when there you wrote was. To me. Who knows what opportunities I missed out on. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, right off the bat here, though, I do want to say a big thank you to everybody who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Expedia link when oh. you're booking your travels, when you're booking your uh, your vacations. Well, it, was mentioned, your... it was mentioned in the chat. Should we talk about maybe the travels that will be going on? M- Maybe we'll bring it up here in a little bit. I think we should. Maybe we'll bring it up in a bit. I think it it's might time. Be time. I think it's time. All right. Well, they, uh, we'll we'll bring up the uh, the travels that are going to be happening here uh, in just a little bit. But I want to say thank you though to everybody, everybody around the world who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Expedia. Greg, rate. may I ask you, when you were booking your future travels that we yes. might or might not be talking about today, did you go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Expedia? I rate? absolutely did, Sarah. Good that is you. absolutely how I booked those travels because it's the best way to do it because I know I'm helping out my favorite podcast. Hint, it happens to be us. And oh, God. Then, uh, so douchey. <laughs> then, Don't do that. A wink and a nod. And then, uh, and then you know, I helped them out and I booked something uh, Them? Something You're talking exciting. about you. That's so weird. Well, yes. You know, I mean, in the royal them. All right. Anyway, go to our website. Click on the Expedia link if you're going to be doing any travels. We also have the Hotels.com link there. Either one. Um, okay. I need to explain, though, the the horrifying, the, the terrible thing, you know, that kind of went on with me this morning. And, oh. uh, you know, everyone the struggle brace, that I went through. Everyone brace yourselves. You know, I don't mean to, this to be jarring or shocking too this much. Could be a, this could be a trigger warning. Right. <laughs> a trigger warning. <laughs> yes. Trigger warning ahead for anyone who feels like this. Okay. Which actually probably – no, you're like the ultimate of feeling like – because I can – I think other people would It makes you way. panicky even hearing other people. It did like, make me panicky. Yeah. And even when I – when this happened to me, it even made – you're like, how can you even like what, – what are you doing right now? Like – how how are you feeling? Yeah. How do you survive like mm-hmm. that? Well, here's what happened. So um, this morning, you know, I got up early. I had to come down to the Fun Employment Radio studio and use some equipment that I take downtown to go to Digital Trends. He steals it. And uh, I, well, we own it. I mean, I borrow it in the morning. Steal it from ourselves. I, steal, I stole equipment from the Fun Employment Radio studio and took it downtown to Digital Trends where I do a computing show on Tuesday mornings called Close to the Metal. If you really want to get real geeky with computers, it is the show for you. It's a, it's a lot of fun. But anyway, I borrow the equipment for that. When I stopped by the studio this morning at, I don't, I don't know, 7.30 or something like that, I came in here. I was rushed. Traffic was bad. I got out. I'm heading down. I got the equipment. I'm heading down to the studio. And there's a lot of bridges here that are, uh, that are out of commission in Portland. So everybody's got a funnel basically onto one bridge. So you sit in traffic a lot. It's just awful. And it's, it's that way everywhere. Like, 
It is. But our I'm old getting... Portland is gone and like the traffic. Oh, God. I know everyone talks about it and we won't talk about it. It's just yeah. terrible. It's yeah. terrible. But here's the thing, though. There's one thing that helps me get through that when I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm not driving. I'm just sitting in traffic for sometimes several minutes. Do we want to know minutes. what helps you get through that? And what do you mean? If you're sitting in traffic? I'm not. What are you implying? What are you doing? What, I, what I'm doing is I sit there and I know this may be technically illegal, but I'm not moving anywhere. Like half the time I'm in park and uh, I like to check out uh, what's going on in the world. You know, I like to be informed. I like to be up to date. I like to know what's happening on the news sites or the emails coming in. I'm not replying to emails, but I just like to know what's happening. And I reach into my pocket as I do every day when I'm heading down there. And lo and behold, what was not there? My phone. Oh, uh, my phone. And I have seen Greg do this dance. Here it is. What's not you can there. hear it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Sarah, Sarah. You were not there. Have you? But I can. T- I can do it. If I was. If I was there, it would be. Sarah, have you seen my phone? Sarah, have you seen my? And then the padding, just the random padding everywhere. There have was my phone? padding. Oh my god. Have you seen my phone? To the people in the other cars, I probably did look like I was freaking out because I started, <laughs> I started padding my my pants. You know, I'm checking. Like, did I leave it in the seat? Okay, there's the recorder. Did I leave it there? I'm throwing my coat around, so I'm like throwing stuff around out of my seat, out of the uh, passenger seat in my truck, and it was not there. My phone was not there, and so I spent the rest of that time. In the traffic, uh, just basically, you know, you kind of go through the those different uh, steps of it. Like I went through denial. I'm like, no, it's got to be here. It's got to be here in the car. It's here in the car. To um, just kind of a, a feeling of being stunned, like feeling of nothing. And I'm like, oh my god, uh, what do a I do? Feeling here? of nothing. You know, what do I do oh here? My god, where's my phone? You I don't know who I am a anymore. Problem. And you have such a problem. A you know, feeling of nothing. Well, it's like, what do you do? I'm like stunned. I'm like, I, I, I like, I don't understand this world now that I'm not. Doing my routine of checking on the news. What's that Westworld thing? I don't. There's, there's something, something wrong, wrong with, this, with world. this world. There's something wrong with this world. Anyway, so yeah, there was something wrong with this world, and so I, 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 you know, as I'm driving down there, I'm going through it in my mind. I'm like, okay, I hope I left it at the studio because I didn't know at that point. I didn't know for sure it was at the studio. Oh my god! And is this, is this like compelling in your mind? Oh yeah, this was this was it's horrifying. I'm just relating my experience. Other people probably can understand. And I got down there and I realized, you know, I did not have it. I searched my backpack when I got down there just to make sure it wasn't there. And that's when I realized I'm going to be here for another two and a half hours, maybe three, and I'm not going to have my phone with me. You What's going to happen? That long? Uh, I'm down there for two and a half. Yeah. Okay. Why am I lying about that? No, you no, you're I'm not. Li- I don't think you're lying at all. No, I just didn't realize you were down there for that long. Yeah, no, I'm down there for a while. I'm sorry. This is more. This is more treacherous than I thought. It's just- exactly. I hope you understand the gravity of the situation. I didn't have my phone, Sarah, for two and a half hours that I was there without this thing, not knowing what's going on in the world. You know, I mean, I could sure I had a computer there, so I could check the internet, and you know, I could get on on board with that. But you know, I don't. I, I, what if somebody was calling me? What if somebody was texting me? You know, what if somebody, what if my big opportunity was arriving this morning at that exact moment and I couldn't be there to answer the phone? And they're like, okay, well, 
we'll pass. I mean, I mean, I put it on Twitter. Like, what if Marvel was calling me? Like, they they found me somehow, and they're like, hey, you know what we need? We need somebody to play Iron Man's brother in a new the new Avengers movie, and this guy would be perfect for that. We want him to play the Iron Man's brother, and then oh, great. you know, and then what if they they do that and they call me and they're like, okay, let's get this guy on the phone right now. We got to cast this right away. We need to fly somebody out to to Italy to film the film the next scene, and they call me. And it just rings and rings and nobody answers and they send a text and then they're like, oh, well, okay, I guess uh, I guess he doesn't want the role because he's not there to answer his phone. And then I would get back here and lo and behold, what would happen? I would miss it. I would I would have missed out on that all because my phone was here at the studio this entire time. Yeah, it's being pointed out uh, by our very intelligent friends in the chat that uh, Tony Stark is an only child. Well, you don't know. Maybe there's a long lost brother. Are you that's calling show his up. mother a hussy? Yes, I'm calling his mother. I'm calling Tony Stark's mother a hussy. I'm saying, what if the, what if there was a maybe his dad was a hussy? But uh, you know, what if they had a role or something like that, or like just just something in in that universe? And I missed out on it. Oh boy, you know. So that's the thing. That's what. That's, that's what your it fear. could have been. Yeah. So it isn't forgetting it. I could have been Iron Boy, you know. I don't know, you know, something in there. It could have worked out. And and Greg Nibbler is Iron Iron Boy. Boy. Yeah, you know, I I don't care. I would take it. I would play Iron Boy in a second. Craig, yes, everybody knows that you play Iron Boy in a second. I absolutely would. Iron Boy. They call me Steel Man, or uh, maybe uh, what about Nickel Man? Brass Man. You know, and then I'd be Brass Man. I think you'd be Nickel Man. Nickel Man. (laughs) Yeah. No, Nickel sounds really cheap. No, I want to be Brass Man. Brass man. No, brass man sounds like you'd be able to play, you know, like musical instruments. Well, maybe I do. Maybe that's one of my side things. You and play that's the how bass. I get the nickname. That's not really No, the instrument. side thing is, so I play in an orchestra and like the Avengers, this is how the movie would work, and like the Avengers show up and there's a there's a bad guy in the orchestra who's trying to like lead things, like Loki took over the role of the orchestra leader or something and and you know, and then he's terrorizing everyone and Iron Man shows up, but then I'm there and I'm playing the saxophone and out of nowhere you're like, Okay, who's this nerdy musician type? Clearly he's not gonna be able to help. And then out of nowhere, all of a sudden, I'm just like one of the guys in the in the orchestra, and I run up with my saxophone. And Are you I hook like him the, around the neck? The sexy sax like, guy from Lost Boys. We've talked about him. I've never seen that. So oh, I don't well, he's know. all like greasy and like playing the sax because you have to if you're going to be, you know. I'm, oh, I have to be a sex symbol now. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe if that's just gonna, a sax symbol. Let's just let's just stick with yeah with uh, brass boy. So I'm, I, you know, and I I throw that, and then I, or like I've got a trumpet. Actually, no, that's a woodwind. Never mind, a saxophone's a woodwind. So so brass, I play in the trumpet, and I use my trumpet, and I like throw it at Loki, and it conks him in the head, and, and then he disappears, and Iron Man's like, "Hey, that was a pretty smooth move there. Iron What's your boy? name?" And then I'll be like, "Oh, my name's uh, Larry, Larry Stark." And then he's like, what? Your last name's Stark? I'm like, yes, that's right, Tony. I'm your brother from another mother. And then, you know, and then that'd be my catchphrase. And then, that's and then so they'd be like, original. this is, this is crazy, you know? And, and I'd be like, yes. And I've been wanting to meet you, but I don't want any part of the family legacy because I left all the money. I didn't want, I wasn't about the money. I was about the arts and playing music. And so, so kind of like Iron Fist, but you know, but with like no, music Iron Fist instead wants of martial arts. His, Iron Fist wants his money. Yeah, but to do good, like he doesn't really want it. He kind of just turns his back on it. Uh, he seems like he enjoys it pretty well. In and he the has series. like, and, he, and he's kind of douchey, and he has curly hair too. You guys are very similar. But no, I'm not going to be douchey like Iron Fist. No, I'm I'm going to be there. And so then Tony will be like, "Well, I want to bring you into the loop." And so uh, so I reluctantly go 
to with him back to the Stark mansion and I'm looking at his equipment, but I'm really intelligent too. So I'm like looking at it and being like, well, you know what makes a better suit than iron is brass. And then that's not true. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, but but I find out a new way to like fortify the brass. And so I make my own. So the whole thing is like, and I'm just kind of hanging out in the background until towards the end of the movie. Like other stuff goes on. I'm not in every scene. And then like, oh no, something's happened to Iron Man, and Iron Man gets captured. And all the Avengers come, and they come to Stark's mansion, and they're like, Larry, Larry, you're the only one Why that can help us. Why are you always Larry? You're like really obsessed with the name Larry. I don't, I don't know. I like the name Larry. You do. Yeah, Larry Stark. And so they're like, Larry. Larry, AKA Iron Boy or Brass Boy. No, they're like, Larry, we need your help. We, don't, we need a new Iron Man suit, but we, only Tony knows how to make that. I'm like, you don't need an Iron Man suit. You need a brass suit. And then I make my own Brass Man outfit, and then uh, I put that on, and then I fly out there with the Avengers, and I, I save the day with my brass. And one of the big uh, weapons I have, it's not like missiles, I have an arm that shoots out, and it shoots out a trumpet sound. So it's like... And it uh, disables electronics. And so I like crash like the, the bad guy's ship. And then uh, Brass Man comes in and rescues him. And they're like, Larry, you are a hero. And Tony's like, Larry, I'm sorry you weren't part of the family for this long, but I want you here now. And then, you know, and then I'll get my own spinoff franchise. And I could have missed out on all of this God, like because they I didn't have my phone with me. the next Iron Man movie yeah. for them. Brass Man. With Brass Man, a.k.a. Iron Boy. Well, no, I prefer, or Larry. To be called, I prefer to be called, yeah, Brass, brass Man is fine. Or, but also, uh, Brass Man doesn't want the spotlight. So they never see, you never know who he is. I'm Larry Stark by day, Brass Man by night. And so, you know, like Tony Stark, he wants to be known. Okay. So all of this is just a, a missed. A missed thing because you left your phone here for two and a half hours. And exactly. And most likely Marvel called yep. while you were down yep. there. Okay. Oh, uh, Abby's saying the Brass Bandit. Yeah, secretly in a later episode, I turned bad too. Oh, the Brass Bandit's so much better than Brass I Man. Turn, I turned bad. Yeah, the, into you the You can't brass just bandit. take her idea and then like try to pretend like it was yours. Well, uh, credit to Abby. You know, I'll, I'll put a – she'll get a little note in the credits there. Yeah, Brass Band is pretty good. Okay, I like that. So yeah, that's that's the further series for the spinoff series of Brass Man. You know, and then they get the Brass Bandit, and uh, and I go on the lamb, you know, and I'm with just with Man and his trumpet. God, every week you bring up going on the lamb for yeah. something. Yeah. Yes, I love the idea of it. I love the idea of going on the lamb, just like disappearing. I think you just have like escape from real life fantasies. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would be great to go on the lamb. You know, just like disappear okay, into thin air for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would last about a day. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, if that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not going to be that long. No, because you'd forget your wallet chain and someone would rob you with like, within like the first two hours and then you'd be all like flaily because you wouldn't have any money. Then you um, would be like, I don't know, like kind of freaked out that you would probably get some sort of disease from the water fountain. So you'd become extremely dehydrated and then you'd probably die within like I wouldn't be able to eat anything. Wouldn't be able to eat anything because you're way too picky. Yeah. That would be my big problem Mm -hmm. is eating things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I suppose if I got hungry enough, I would eat whatever was out there. But yeah, I could go a long time without eating. So I think I'd be all right. Yeah. Well, that's very exciting for you. Well, anyway, Dear Marvel, Brass Man, written for you, ready to go. An entire franchise. You've got the money. We can even spin it into a Netflix series too. It's so the Adventures of, of Brass Man. So giving of you. The Adventures of the Brass Bandit. Ooh, that's good. 
And I go around like joining different orchestras and bands. That's always my cover. I'm just like a traveling guy who's like, you know, almost like an Incredible Hulk type now. And so I, I travel like, oh, here's your your neighborhood, your local orchestra. Ooh, or like, you could be kind of like the – I see a, I saw a sign here that says you're looking for a trumpet player. Like, the, uh, like the jazz man in uh, American Horror Story, Coven, where he would yes. just always kind of like go around and yeah. play his like awesome music, like sneak into wherever he goes. Uh-huh. And- I'd sneak in and I'd just like play some trumpet. You but know? just don't be a serial killer. No, I'm not going to kill people. Okay, that would be cool. I'm good, but that. I'm not you're that good-ish. good. I wouldn't say you're good. You're good. And then I'm also kind of like – so I go around and I go, go around city to city joining their orchestras when they have like trumpet needs because everybody's always looking for a trumpet player. Eh, hiring for a trumpet player. I'm like – and then it's just a picture of me taking every, – every episode starts off – with a wanted sign, wanted trumpet player for local orchestra, and it starts off with my hand raising and ripping down the sign. That's how you intro every episode. And then I joined Wait, the orchestra. Wait, so now it's a TV show? Yeah, it spins into a Netflix series. And then I, I joined the local orchestra. Oh, my God. My head hurts. And then as I'm doing that, I find out about a local problem. There's something going on. You know, there's there's issues that are happening, and then uh, all right. Well, Larry Greg, if you're going to take it. if you're going to take this to the next level, you know, all those actors are teeny tiny, so you're going to have to get into tip top shape. I'm I'm working on it. Yeah, I know. We both are. Yeah, I'm going running. You know, I'm I'm trying to eat well. I'm doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I'll be ready once the once Marvel calls. I too. I've decided. Well, I I did. Uh, you know, we have done Hop- Operation Hot Summer before. Well, you should explain what Operation Hot Summer. Operation is. Hot Summer is when. That. Well, I mean, how do I explain it? What we want to get hot for the summer? I. I Okay. Want to lose some weight for this? Why are you acting like like you're not a part of this? Well, I know. Why are you I'm putting s- this all on me? Oh my goodness! Somebody's a little. Fired up there. Yeah, well, because you're like, well, of course, sir, you know what Operation Heart Summer is. Yes, somebody's not eating very much. I'm trying to to eat better. That's what's going on. Drinking a lot of water. Someone's a little hangry right now. I'm drinking a lot of water. I'm eating more salads than I've ever had. Okay. That's that's what I wanted to get to the bottom Mm -hmm. line. Operation Hot Summer is something we came up with last year to get ourselves in shape to be hot for the summer. That's, That's the bottom line. And we're working on it. Yeah, because last summer, I will be honest, I didn't really commit to it, and I was not. Mm-hmm. I was not uh, happy with the way that I that I looked last summer. I'm not saying anything against anybody else's body, but mine. I want to feel sure. good about me and the way I feel. Yeah. So this is my thing that I want to do. I know that I'm just I'm not happy with the way I look. So I want to lose a little bit of weight, get in better shape. Sure. And I don't think I took it seriously last time, but this time, goddamn it, Greg, I'm taking it seriously. You're, you're sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. Okay. I've. Do you know I can't – I think I haven't had macaroni and cheese in like two weeks. And that oh my inclu- gosh. That includes like Easy Max or anything along in like the noodle family. Uh-huh. I've had you, like – You avoided or- the noodle family? I've had organic ramen and that's it. What's no. organic ramen? It's What's just – it's like it's noodles but they're thinner and there aren't as many calories. How can they be thinner than ramen? Well, just like they're strings? Thin noodles. No, they're thinner than macaroni and cheese noodles. Oh, OK. All yeah. right. I got you. So I'm trying. So I'm giving up the thing that I love the most. Okay. Because I can tell, like, I can feel a difference as soon as I stop eating it. Yeah. Well, so. And I miss it. Well, I but mean. But then one of the things that I have found, which I don't think is too terrible because I think they're really high in protein. So I've been eating a lot of this lately, which is egg salad. Egg salad. Egg that doesn't salad. sound healthy. Isn't that like a bunch of mayonnaise? No, it's like eggs. It's like an egg and a scoop of mayonnaise. There's it's like an egg eggs salad. and a little bit of a lot of mayonnaise, but it's a lot of eggs and, you know, it's it's Ugh. high protein. No wonder you're upset right now. What do you mean? You're just eating upset. egg salad? I'm not just eating it. Yesterday oh, I had, like, not, some, that can't be good for I your insides. I had a insides. salad and some chicken and rice 
It's f- totally fine for your insides. My insides feel fine. Oh, that's a lot of mayonnaise, though. Okay, you're somebody – that's not fair for you to say because you don't know what a lot of mayonnaise is because you don't eat any mayonnaise. Well, I don't eat egg salad either. Yeah, you oh, don't man. have any right to like talk about what's a lot of mayonnaise because everything's a lot of mayonnaise to you. Well, isn't that – I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that what egg salad is? It's like a bunch of It's eggs. It's not mayonnaise eggs. salad. It's egg salad. Yeah, it's a bunch of scrambled eggs and then you mix it in with mayonnaise and like some – celery or something and and then you have egg salad isn't that uh, honestly i don't know how you make it i don't know how you make egg salad well i know well, i'm glad that what you're telling you me how there? you make it i don't know like paprika okay pep- some paprika? mustard a little bit of mustard <sighs> okay i mean i don't know is and that what it is you put mustard up? in there yeah i don't know it's very delicious okay though. it says hard-boiled eggs not scrambled eggs edward's saying this yeah. in the live chat Okay. So it's hard-boiled eggs, and they're good, and you just kind of spread them out. Um, you mash them all together with mayonnaise. Well, they're already – they're pre-mashed. I'm not making my own egg salad. I'm purchasing made egg salad. OK. All right. From my local deli. All yes. right. All right. So pre-mashed eggs with uh, mustard and mayonnaise. Yeah. I don't know if that's really I think it's better than my hot dog diet, though. Well, OK. Yes, if we're comparing hot dog diet to egg salad diet. Yes, and I've been off the mac and cheese. Do you know how hard that is for me? I understand. I'm I'm gathering how hard it is. No, it's very difficult for me. It's a hard time for you. It is. It's so easy to make and so delicious, and I mm-hmm. think about it a lot. Uh huh. Like I think about it. Uh huh. Last night I was so hungry, and I was sitting at home, and I was working on a painting, and I was just thinking about macaroni and cheese. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Drinking water, thinking about macaroni and cheese. Okay. Well, I'm I'm sorry. Daydreams, <laughs> daydreams of Sarah Dillon. That could be your biography. Thinking macaroni of mac and cheese. daydreams. That's my <laughs> macaroni daydreams. Macaroni daydreams. If I ever make a record, that's exactly what it's going to be called. That'll be the start, the number one hit. Oh my god! It. Yes, that is the. I've always been searching my whole life for something that could be the title. Uh huh. Something you feel passionate. Something about. I feel passionate about that exactly one hundred percent describes me. Macaroni daydreams. Mac. That is the Sarah Dillon story. That is my thing. Macaroni daydreams. That's yep. and that's the album, or is that the uh, the that, autobiography? Oh gosh, I think that has to be the album. My picture it yeah. like Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, like some sort of big thing, but like spelled out in macaroni and cheese. And every character is you. Is that how that would work? Or oh, macaroni daydreams. I don't know, but all different kinds. And everyone can be about a different kind of macaroni. Like one of them can be like macaroni salad. The other one can be like. Baked macaroni. The other one can be like spetzel. Oh, so it's a specialty be, album. Each one. Yeah. Then I mean, of course, it's going to be the grand crescendo will be the basic original craft macaroni and cheese. Oh, that's that's the that's the top that's like the big the finale. Like that's I guess the big. We can throw in some Velveeta. That's the ballad at the end. Yeah, Greg, are you getting macaroni daydreams for me? <laughs> you want macaroni daydreams yes. uh, All right, I'll see if I can I can get that. I mean, are you really going to use that? Yes, I'll use it. Okay. Okay. What are you going to? So this is where your album's going to go. This macaroni is what it's going to be. Dreams. Macaroni daydreams. Yes, because maybe if I sing about it, then I won't want to eat it so much. Okay. No, I don't think that's how that's going to work. I think it will because I'll just like say the word too much. Uh huh. And then I'll just like I, I just won't. It'll ever lose want meaning it. to you, and then eventually you'll hate macaroni, but mm-hmm. you have to perform because that's what everybody wants. Or maybe that could be like my stage name. Welcome to the stage, Macaroni Daydreams. No, I think it's going to be Macaroni and the Daydreams, maybe. Macaroni and the Daydreams. Maybe. Am you I going to be name, Macaroni? Yeah, you're Macaroni. Okay. Macaroni and Brass Man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe we have something there. Mm-hmm. All right. I will, I will get you that URL, but that seems... Uh... Oh, we don't have to. It's okay, Greg. Okay. 
No, I think let's save our money. It's okay, Greg. Okay. I'll just All buy right. myself some more egg salad with the money that we could have saved That's macaroni daydreams with. Well, the bottom line is, though, Operation Hot Summer is important. And we did, Operation Hot Summer is in full effect. We did say we would talk about this, so I'll, I'll just say it right now. Um, we here at Fun Employment Radio and, uh, and a few friends are heading to Mexico, Mexico. in June. Going to Mexico in, in June. In just a little less than two months. Going to Mexico in June. Going to Cabo San Lucas. Uh, may or may not be in celebration of somebody's birthday. Somebody's – um, 40th birthday? I don't want to bring that part up. Well, I'm sorry, Greg. I hate the way that you like get so – Greg is really, 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 really weird when it comes to age things. He does what do you mean? Not... You're like the opposite of weird. You're like way too obsessed with it. What do you mean obsessed with it? All right. Let me just say okay. what I'm saying. So Greg gets like insulted if you bring up his age. See, I you do, do not. Yes, you do. You look so – you don't look like you're turning 40. What, you get carded. Why do I get insulted? It just seems like you never want to talk about it. Like I think that you should well, embrace it. You look no, very it's young. fine, but it's not like a topic of conversation for me. I mean, I think that you you are obsessed with talking about age all the time. Like and how so? so? It's just, uh, you're obsessed with age. You want to know like how who's old, age? Any, anybody's age. It's a strange obsession. But I mean, you use. I don't think you use the word obsession properly because every time, like, if I'm interested in something, you throw out the word obsession. But no, uh, no, I really mean it in this. Okay, aspect. like, give me an example. Well, okay, any anybody you meet, you're obsessed with knowing what their age is. You you inevitably will ask anyone you meet within the first twenty minutes of conversation. You'll bring up or or less. You will ask. I don't ask are. women how old they are. Uh, you ask every man. Well, I don't think that I do. That's a weird thing to do. And you're not around me all the time. Well, okay, true. I'm not around you all the time, but I'm around you quite a bit. I don't know. Anyway, the bottom line is that's not the point of the conversation. Uh, the thing is we're going to Mexico. Yes. That's the bottom line. And uh, and I'm excited about and it. And I want to go there and feel okay in a bathing suit. Yes. Because, yeah, the when, I went to, when we went to Hawaii, you know, however long ago we went, I was not that – Amazed with how I looked. So I want to feel okay. Yeah. And I finally bought, like, I actually went and I bought a bathing suit yesterday. And now I have my goal. It's hanging on my wall. It's hanging on my wall. What, a bathing suit? My bathing suit. Oh, okay. That I want to, that I want to fit into in less than two months. Yes. Oh, I, I, I'm excited about it. So um, there's a bunch of us that are going to a, uh, it's, it's going to be an all-inclusive, which I've never done before. I've never gone to an all-inclusive place. But this, it's one where you go there and, like, all your drinks and food is covered. I am so excited. So it's going to be pretty fun. Yeah. But that's part of the be... reason we have to get in shape. And we'll be talking about it more over the next couple of yeah. months. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, so, so it's going to be us and um, probably, like, five or six other people. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to sit there. And it's also – can I say the coolest thing? It's an adult place. So everyone there is – so it's, like, no children. It's 21 and over. Yeah. So it's just basically all drinks and food and they have, like – like you can go to any restaurant in the place. Yeah. You can pools. I don't even understand how this works. It doesn't I don't know seem either. like it's real. I'm not sure either how exactly it works. Yeah. All I know is that's what's that's part of it that it's all covered. So 
Um, yeah, Mr. Janky says, so it's going to be like a huge ice wide shut party. I'm a little bit nervous about that. Oh, gross, Greg. You didn't I'm tell me about the ice wide shut part. Well, I mean, hey, it's my birthday. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's his 40th birthday. You can I'm do whatever ask. the fuck I'm going to be like, wants. hey, uh, so where do I sign up for the ice wide shut party? I don't want to participate. I just want to, I just want to know you what goes on. Peep? You no, want then to it peep? sounds like I'm peeping. Yeah, then it just sounds like you're going to be sitting like. Can I very selectively participate? I mean, I, you know, I'm not really a big group uh, kind of guy in that aspect, so I'll selectively. You don't think they have ice white shut parties there, do you? Oh, I bet they I do. I bet they it's do. 21 and over, it's Mexico. You do whatever the hell you want. I don't even think how much that sounds like a swingers hotel now that we're talking about. Oh, man. Oh, shit, it is a swingers hotel. Greg. Did you invite all of us to go to a swingers hotel with you? I didn't actually research it that much. Oh, God. I bet it is 21 and over, and it's all inclusive. Huh. Uh-oh. I didn't think about this aspect of it. I honestly didn't. I didn't even – that didn't even cross my mind. Oh, boy. This could get kind of interesting. Oh, boy. I mean, you know, everybody's into whatever they're into. I'm, I'm not necessarily that guy. I mean, I'm into just, you know – the Uh-oh. drinks and food I've already paid for and not having sex with strangers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, well, this I don't mean get... to be I don't mean to be nitpicky. You do what This could get pretty interesting. Want. All right. Well, you know, um that's didn't think about that aspect. Now it's it really is crossing my mind that this could be that kind of a situation. Well, anyway, <laughs> just give me some more tequila. Uh so yeah, it is it's 21 and over the place that we're going to. That, that we're all staying at. So it uh, it shall be Oh, my God. Is this like some topless place or something, Greg? I hope so. I mean, I don't know. That doesn't matter oh to me. Oh, my I don't... God. What am I doing? Oh, man. It is Mexico. Oh, this could get – now I really need to get in Well, shape. because you found such a good deal on it. I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. Of course I want to go to Mexico. It is a hell of a deal. Um, yeah, so I got to get in shape quick. Whew. Well, luckily Especially I won't be eating If you want to go topless salad. at the pool, right? Exactly. Maravang. Anyway, we'll talk about more of, more of that in the next couple of months. But it's uh, the end of June is when that's going to be going on. Yeah. So we still have a couple months. Yeah. I'm committing this time, Greg. Committed. Okay. Just all egg salad, huh? Just all egg salad all the time. <laughs> Abby says, it's common knowledge that the people you end up seeing topless are never the ones you want to see topless. That's probably true. Yes. mistake, Michael. Hey, I'm just going to walk around in my swishy white shirt. Please get a gold chain. I will buy you. That's what I'm getting you for your birthday. I'm getting you well, not a real gold chain, but like I'm going to Gen X clothing and I'm going to get you a gold chain. You know what I want is a cowboy hat. I want to have a cowboy hat and a swishy white shirt. I'm going to be a whole different kind of person down there. Are you going to wear some jorts? No, I don't think I'll wear jorts. I don't really like jorts. You're so fashion forward. No, I'll just wear my swimsuit so I can always jump in wherever I am. Wear my swimsuit for four days straight. Definitely need a cowboy hat, though. Some big shades. Might have to grow a mustache. If we're going to a swingers thing, I'm going to have to have a mustache. You have to have a mustache. I'll need a mustache. You need a mustache. All right. I'm definitely going to get my nails done before, too, and have, like, hot pink claws. And I'm going to get, too, I'm going to get, like, one of those big wide-brimmed hats. I already have the big sunglasses. And so I could just walk around. Wait, I'm the one with the cowboy hat. Don't steal my idea. No, I don't want a cowboy hat. Ew, no. 
I'm talking about a big, like, wide-brimmed, like, Audrey Hepburn kind of hat. Oh, you fancy yourself an Audrey Hepburn type. I fancy myself an Audrey Hepburn kind of type. Okay. And I'll just swish around. Probably wear a sarong. A sarong? Is that like a big robe? No, it's like like a a tie thing. It's like you tie it around your waist, and, like, one of your legs sticks out, which, of course, mine's just going to be blindingly white. Yeah. I'll be just, like, plunking around the pool in my sarong. Yeah, well, mean, in the meantime, I'm going to be walking around in my swishy white shirt, my cowboy hat, my Why are glasses, we just wa- my mustache. We should be in the pool. Why are we just talking about walking around the no, pool? No, because I'm going to sit at the bar there and, you know, how's it going there, little lady? You know, for any of the gals that swing on up because I'll see my cowboy hat my mustache and be like, oh, he's here to party. Okay. Oh, it's going to be great. i got to drink, like, fancy drinks, though. Well, you got to start conditioning yourself because tequila on the rocks or something. Yeah, because Hawaii is all at, Hawaii. Because uh, Mexico is all tequila, so you have to start getting that I like switching tequila. from whiskey to tequila. I like tequila. I don't. I need to. I need to. Get I like. It's the only thing I'm snobby about. I'll drink pretty much anything. I think that's pretty clear. Um, but with tequila, I can't drink cheap tequila. It oh, makes me want to. I know, right? It's just like your palate. It's like oh. yes. Clearly, I'm a very <laughs> sophisticated gentleman. No, it just makes me want to throw up. So I, I have to. If I do drink it. That's why I don't drink it that often because I can't afford it. Well, that's the thing with most tequila for me. It all makes me feel like I want to vomit. Mm. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, first up, a story. All right. Well, this is – I just want to put this one first because somebody that dies. So let's uh-huh. just get this one out of the way. At a Panama City, Florida, a Florida man has now formally been charged – with fatally stabbing a fellow restaurant worker and, Flor- and former Florida State mascot in a fight over gumbo spices. Over gumbo spices? Over gumbo spices. He stabbed his co-worker over gumbo spices and has now been uh, convicted of second-degree murder. So this guy's name is Orlando Ricardo Thompson. I mean, I'm sorry. I, know, I don't like doing the stories where people die, but this is just the definition of a weird story. Yeah. Orlando Ricardo Thompson was found guilty... Uh, so this trial's been going on for a um, couple years now. This was uh, He was found guilty this past weekend in the 2015 death of his co-worker, Caleb Joshua Halley. So, Halley? Uh, Halley, H-A-L-L-E-Y. Oh, okay. So Thompson faces uh, life in prison, up to life in prison. So Panama City police say that 33-year-old Halley was working at Buddy's Seafood Market when he and his then-co-worker, 27-year-old Thompson, began arguing about how much spice to add to the restaurant's gumbo. Authorities say that Thompson disagreed with Halley, and that's when he slashed him with a knife across the torso. Yeah. He died two days later. The two had also been Jesus roommates. He gutted at him point. over this? Yeah. Uh, so according to police, Halley was also infamous around uh, those parts because he was the Florida state mascot Chief Osala from 2004 to 2007. Oh, from – oh, okay, yeah. From Florida, Florida state, state Seminoles? So he rode out on the horse? Yes. That's yeah, him. okay. So he was the mascot from 2004 to 2007. Man. Died from being slashed in the stomach over an argument over gumbo spices. Yikes. Just when you think Florida's not Florida I don't anymore, care enough about gumbo to... I don't really like gumbo. That has a lot of gummy... If gumbo's done it, right? correctly, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. Like I don't think I've ever had it done gumbo. correctly. I had it when I was in Louisiana. Like homemade gumbo. It was... It's pretty good. It's got to be done right, though. Right now. It's no, not as good as egg salad, though, Sarah. I'm sure... Or macaroni daydreams. Macaroni and me. Macaroni daydreams. At a Nashville, Tennessee, a 37-year-old Nashville woman has been arrested for filing a false police report against her husband after he refused to go and get her some ice cream. 
well. Oh, I know. Yeah, what a jerk, right? You should have totally just gotten her the ice cream. Well, according to the arrest affidavit for the women, uh, woman officers responded to her home after she alleged her husband had hit her upon arrival. The police uh, were it was known that he did not, in fact, hit her in the face uh, and said that his wife was angry because he wanted him. Let's see. She wanted him to go get her ice cream, but he refused because he had just gotten off from a 10 hour work day and he didn't want to drive back out and go get some ice cream. Yeah, that's fair. Well, the woman then admitted she had not been assaulted and just wanted the police over there so her husband would calm down. The officer said he notified the woman it was a crime to file a police report uh, when under false pretenses. Yeah. And she would be placed under arrest. So before they arrested her, the woman asked to use the bathroom, which she was allowed to do as long as the door was left cracked open. Police say that after two minutes, they heard the creak of a window opening, <laughs> followed by a loud thud. Oh, wow. She tried to do the classic, like, run away through the window The thing? woman had jumped out through the bathroom window it, and fled the scene. Isn't it her own house, though? It's her own house, and she was already going to get arrested. Like, why make it worse at that point? <laughs> they heard the creak of a window open, followed by a loud thud. Yeah, so Man. she jumped out of the bathroom window, fled the scene. Uh, she was quickly captured and booked into county jail, uh, not only then for filing a police report, a false police report, but also for evading arrest. Dang. Yeah, I mean, don't jump out the window at that point. No, I don't think that's going to help the situation. Like, you don't need to Although, if you were going to run on the lamb, like, that would Stop be the way you would do it. saying on the lamb. Oh, my God. There will be a scene in Brassman of that. Okay, I have a couple stories about... That's what I can tell people in Mexico. When I'm sitting at the... Uh, oh, when I'm sitting at the swim-up bar with my uh, cowboy hat, my mustache, and my sunglasses, and then, you know, I'll, I'll be all mysterious... I'll be like, sorry, I'm just trying not to be recognized. Um, I've got a deal probably in the works with Marvel for a Brassman Netflix series. So just a little bit of uh, research right now as I'm down here. Ooh, yeah, that sounds mysterious. That really doesn't. Okay, I have, a, randomly enough, I have two stories about jeans coming up. Oh, boy. Jeans. Greg, I wanted to... they jeans-centric world of It really is. Right I honestly have... Uh, two out of my five stories are Man. about jeans. Jeans and mac and cheese. This is Portland's <sighs> number one podcast. Well, a British fashion retailer uh, called Topshop, which Topshop is basically like... Um, have you heard of like H&M? Yeah. Like those kind of stores. Like it's kind of like a, a retailer like that. Like but, Forever 21? Mm, like fancier than Forever 21. Oh. Uh, like, like Ross? Dress for less? British fashion retailer Topshop has – does that even exist anymore? I don't know. I remember going the to – Brass Plum. I remember going there. I don't remember that one. I remember Mr. Rags. Okay. It was at Salem Can Center. Can I please just tell my story? I got a shirt there once. I thought it was pretty cool. British fashion retailer Topshop was met with criticism and confusion from shoppers after they are now offering a new product. Yes, for $100 – you can get straight leg women's jeans made from 100% clear plastic. Clear, clear plastic pla jeans. Plastic How are they jeans, jeans and people, are, I think they're just jean shaped, which is what they're calling yeah, them. Yeah, so it's just plastic sheeting. It's like plastic pants, but they're calling like their waders. clear plastic jeans for sale. They're made uh, from 100% polyurethane and entirely see-through except for the zipper. And they're intended to be a conversation piece. Like, what kind of conversation? Would you wear them? Yeah, Greg. I wear shorts when I swim. I would totally wear see-through pants in life. Uh, the item description says, Think outside the box with these out-of-ordinary, out-of-the-ordinary clear plastic jeans guaranteed to get people talking. Not in a good way, 
I would suppose. I mean, it just looks ridiculous. So I, I just looked it up. The images are of a girl in like short shorts, and then she's got uh, plastic pants. Plastic on. pants over. Yeah, that doesn't seem comfortable. Well, the item description also features for the highly uncreative who are probably purchasing this several situations on how to show off these new plastic pants why, of yours. Why bother wearing them? Fashionista. Though? Well, they say, ideal as a statement piece for a festival or costume party. Take the look to the extreme with a bikini and secret jacket or dress down, layered under an oversized jumper, asymmetric hem dress. So this is basically like, I think for your... What? For stupid people who are going to like festivals and don't know how to dress themselves and they think that this is fashion forward. It looks like you're worried, like, you know how like uh, a lot of like grandparents have plastic sheeting over their couches and stuff like mm-hmm. that because they don't want to get them dirty. I mean, something like that. Also, this comes after uh, Nordstrom had unveiled uh, probably about a month ago their clear knee mom jeans. I don't know if you saw those. I'm sorry, what? They were mom jeans that Nordstrom was selling, but they had patches in the knees that were just clear. They were just made out of plastic and they were clear. It doesn't seem like And those were selling for like 150 bucks a piece. Mom knee jeans? That does not sound... Clear knee mom jeans. There's a lot of... Yeah, I'm just going to leave that one where it is. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't be Googling that while we're working. Mom knee jeans. <laughs> that does sound like a category on Yeah. Side. All right, so if you'd like to purchase those, uh, you can find them online at Topshop for $100 for a bunch of plastic. From Jeans okay, News to Jeans News. Okay, I'm not even going to lie. The This is on Nordstrom's website. Mm-hmm. They're showcasing the clear... Clear mom knee jeans, or however you would say it. Clear knee mom jeans. Guess what pose the woman's doing? Is she on her knees? She's on her knees. Okay, just checking. I'm just saying that's what they're doing. All right, well, now that you're on Nordstrom, don't take away from my thunder because I have another jeans story. Okay. And this is Nordstrom. They're actually, I saw it trending earlier today because this is so ridiculous. Nordstrom is now offering a pair of jeans that they're calling heavily distressed which are covered in fake mud for $425 a pair on their website. Covered in fake mud. Covered in fake mud. So they're saying that dirty denim jeans, pre-distressed, pre-mudded, like jeans that you see construction workers or car shop workers, like our friends wearing. Yeah. Because they've actually worked on shit all day. Uh-huh. No. For $425, Nordstrom is offering, is offering heavily distressed, muddy jeans. So Nordstrom, Can I just go buy a bunch of used jeans and roll around in the mud in my sure. yard and like sell them? All right. Uh, Nordstrom says that these particular $425 jeans embody rugged Americana workwear that's seen on some hardworking uh, that's seen some hardworking action with a crackled, caked-on, muddy coating that shows you're not afraid to get down and dirty. But you are afraid to get down and dirty because it's fake mud. This is. Can you send me a link to this? I'm sorry, I have to take a look at thing this. I have ever. Like four hundred dollars. What sort of a like asshole are you that you're like I'm gonna buy my dirty jeans here? Wait, they're right here. I'm sending it to you. There we go. Four hundred and twenty-five dollars. <laughs> yeah, they just look like dirty jeans. I mean, they're dirty jeans. As a uh, Ed in the chat is saying, damn, I love when people come up with things to separate idiots from their money, and that's true. More power to whoever came true. up with that this is idea. True. Well, uh, like, they're if you not the ones that I would these, be upset. <laughs> if you do purchase these for four hundred and twenty-five, four hundred twenty-five dollars. Uh, don't don't you worry about the mud being too gross and muddy because the mud has a shiny sheen to it. Wow. So uh, I guess these 
have been out for a little while, but now they're just getting some press because people didn't even know that they were actually for fucking sale. So they've been on sale at Nordstrom as well as Neiman Marcus and Saks Fifth Avenue. But for some reason, uh, just today, they've uh, gained notoriety on the internets. Uh, so the jeans are made by the fashion company PRPS, which also offers a muddy denim jacket. So you can get the whole collection. Yeah. They also make a paint-splattered p- uh, pre-ripped dungarees, <laughs> including this one This is pair. so insulting on so many levels. Yeah. Well, if you do buy these four hundred twenty-five dollars, why jeans, would you? Why would you want that though? Why would you want to walk around? If people who are wearing jeans like that are because they're fucking working. They're it's a utility outfit. It's not to be fashionable. It's like they're working and they're dirty from working hard. Rest assured, you don't want to sit next to that person on the. You can wash your four hundred twenty-five fake dirty jeans, uh, at least according to the care instructions. I recommend machine washing cold and be sure to hang them on a line dry. You want to wash the mud off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, according to the company, they say the dirt does not wash out because it's, <laughs> surprise, not actually real dirt. So, there's that. Oh, my God. I think I might just end with that. Just think on that. That product I'm exists. Just thinking how much- it's been marketed. That means at least a significant amount of people have purchased it. I'm just thinking how much I dislike the person who is buying these jeans. But also... How much I want to sell them my used jeans. I've got some ripped up jeans at home that are ripped from wearing them and sure. using them. I will take their money. I bet you will. I'm going to roll around in some mud at home and put my jeans on eBay. I bet that's all it takes, Greg. It's like, buy my dirty jeans. Oh, uh, maybe. All right, that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. Ugh. All right. It just angers me. I know. It angers me, too. Yeah. Whew. Okay. Greg, I might need just one minute. Why? What's going on, Sarah? What, you need to take a break for something? What do you need to take a break for? We're still in the middle of a show. I mean, we're broadcasting right now. This is a live show. We don't get to take breaks during the middle of a show. I am so confused anymore. about what's happening. I can't concentrate anymore. What's happening, Sarah? <laughs> Can you tell me? Can you tell me what's... Oh, it's a little Paul the Octopus. Okay, I do love this song, though. The key is Sarah claims that she can get to the bathroom and back all while this song is playing and get back before it ends. I'm going to wonder if that's going to be possible today. Oh, dang. I'm sorry, I had way too much water. Egg salad. All right, let's do some ball talk. <laughs> okay, hang on. Yes. And then we got a couple of things we need to talk about. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. 
All right, first up in ball talk. Well, the NBA playoffs continue on, but the Blazers season does not. So the uh, playoffs came to a quick end for the Portland Trail Blazers. I mean, I hate to say that I thought this was going to happen, but I pretty much thought this was going to happen. So they were playing uh, Golden State last night in the fourth game I heard of that their playoff series. Go very well. Well, let's just say this: the uh, the Golden State Warriors kind of wanted that series to be over, and they made it very apparent. Did they in the first do it quarter, the way that you said it was going to happen? They came out and scored forty five points in the first quarter. Oh boy. They destroyed the Blazers, and they did exactly what um, Draymond Green was yelling about the other night when he was in the uh, in the uh, Moda Center. That's the nut puncher, right? He's the nut puncher, yelling out how he wanted to rip their fucking hearts out. And that's what he did. They crushed the Blazers' spirits in one quarter. And, uh, and they did oh, lose. Well, that's a horrible way to put it. I don't like it when you say that. You know what? I mean, look, more power to them. Uh, crushed I- their spirits? I I want somebody like Draymond on the Blazers. I want somebody with that kind of mentality because that's how you did it. They you crush them like that and then you know the Blazers just lose their will. I mean, I'm not going to say Damian and CJ that probably didn't crush their will to win the the two good players, but it takes it out of the rest of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you're down by that much in the first quarter against the best team in the NBA, good luck. Good luck coming back. And, uh, and you know, they, they did what they were supposed to do. The Warriors did what they were supposed to do. So more power to them. They'll move on. Blazers' season ends. Um, they do have a lot of I, – I think they do have a good future out of them. I mean, A, Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum are legit starting backcourt. I mean, oh, that's, yeah. that you don't, you don't need to improve that. They are fantastic. Nurkic, maybe you got a center. It's hard to say. But the rest of the team, they can kind of all go. <laughs> Yeah, but they, you do have trade bait. Um, you've got some good contracts to trade. They have a lot of draft picks. They need to do something this summer, though. They can't sit idly by. They've got to. They've got to make a big move this summer. So we'll see what happens with that. But there we go. I'm saying possibly Blake Griffin to the Blazers. That's my. That's my outside prediction. Really? Yeah. Huh. Outside shot. Probably not going to happen. But I think there's an outside shot of that. All right. But anyway, uh, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, so the playoffs do go on. Other teams will continue to play. Moving on to ball talk. Some news from the, uh, well, I guess this is also Bay Area. I didn't even think about that. But the former Candlestick Park, which is where the, uh, let's see, who all played there? Gosh, everybody. The San Francisco teams. 49ers, Giants, that area. Okay. So it's like a stadium? Yes. Okay. Yep. Sorry, I had a little bit of internal issue there. Okay, all soft. Probably shouldn't have said that out loud. Okay. Yeah, no, never. Too much copy. Uh, so so uh, what they're doing right now is they're turning that area, since they already have the new stadium, Levi Stadium, they're turning that area into uh, kind of a development. They're going to have condos and all kinds of stuff over there. So it's a housing development called Candlestick Point. But they're naming all the streets in honor of legends from different San Francisco Bay Area uh, sports teams. So it's now going to be there's going to be Joe Montana Drive. You have Jerry Rice has one named after him. Oh. Eddie DeBart- DePartolo Jr. I think that's baseball. Uh, Willie McCovey. Let's see, and a bunch of other people. Ronnie Lott's getting one, and uh, as, lo- as well as Barry Bonds. So it's kind of cool. They'll have a bunch of streets named after them around there. 
That's pretty cool. Yeah. I guess that's the end of that story. There really wasn't. That was a good story. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes you just got to tell a story. There it is. Uh, okay, the PGA is solving an issue right now. The Professional Golf Association, due to a slew of issues of viewers snitching on players. Whoa! So this has happened a couple of times. Most notably, it happened in the LPGA, uh, their major tournament, and this was not very long ago, where. Uh, the leader in the tournament, so you you know, people are watching the tournament at home, watching mm. the golf tournament. And Lexi Thompson, I guess, is, and again, I don't know much about PGA at all, let alone LPGA, but Lexi Thompson, I guess, is very good. And she was in the lead, but the next day, somebody had called in from home who was watching it and tattled on her because when she had set a ball down, apparently it was no more than an inch away from where she had previously marked it. Clearly an accident. And nobody there caught it at all. Oh. And so she just continued on playing. Like, she had no idea. She even committed a crime. Or a, f- a crime. Even committed a, a violation at all. Yeah. Nobody at there knew. None of the officials knew because it was such a minor thing. But this person ratted her out and sent in a video evidence because there was a, sent in a clip showing the ball was about an inch away from where she had put it. And so they docked her. A bunch of strokes, and then she ended up not winning. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, because some bastard snitched at home for a clear mistake. Yeah. And the problem is, though, the PGA should never have penalized her for that. Because if they didn't catch it, and she didn't catch it, and it clearly wasn't egregious, you know, she wasn't, like, blatantly cheating, mm-hmm. that shouldn't have been, shouldn't have been, uh... Yeah, that seems like if, like, the professionals didn't catch it, like, you shouldn't... Let some asshole at home like be like, oh, look, she did it wrong. I just can't imagine the person who's sitting at home like analyzing every single little thing, looking for somebody to have like a tiny violation to call in and snitch on them. Yeah. Like, that takes a special kind of person. But anyway, bottom line is the PGA has changed that now so that uh, if video evidence reveals that someone could not reasonably – that a mistake could not be reasonably seen with the naked eye, like you had to zoom in on video, and that players are using reasonable judgment mm-hmm. to determine – Terminal like a location. Like, clearly it's an accident. And if nobody else catches it and they don't correct it right there, then it doesn't count. They're, yeah. They get to let it go. So that's what's going on now. So they're trying to curb the snitches. Curb the snitches. Good. All right, moving on to ball talk. A couple other news. So the uh, Adrian Peterson, do you know who he is? That isn't the guy that killed his wife, right? No. That's Scott Peterson. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't even know who you were trying to compare. Sorry. No, uh, Adrian Peterson's quite different, although he does have his own issues. Uh, he, Yeah, he does have his own issues. However, he's... No, he did not kill anybody. Okay. Not that I'm aware of. Uh, he has signed with the New Orleans Saints. He used to be in the MVP of the of the NFL. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's a, where I know that from. Okay. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Wow, you really brought it down with that white I'm coming. sorry. Whenever you say it, I get Yikes. confused with the... I think it was Scott. Pe- yeah, Scott Peterson, yeah, and Scott- Lacey Peterson. Yeah, that was yeah. that's a different. That was a real good Lifetime movie starring Rob Lowe. Yeah, that whole story was terrible. Yeah, it was. It was. It's an awful story. Wow, way to bring it, one that was bring the cop? room down. Was yep. he, he was a cop, right? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Okay. Well, anyway, talking about ball talk, which is supposed to be lighthearted. <sighs> Moving on, the NFL draft is coming up. On Thursday. So this is a big deal for the NFL. ESPN makes a huge deal out of it. The Cleveland Browns have the number one pick. And uh, there are a few different uh, few different potential stars that are going to go in this draft. 
The number one pick's probably going to be this guy, Miles Garrett, who's a defensive end. Boring. Snooze alert. I'm sure it's a big deal if you're a Cleveland fan. But then the uh, other two, you know, of course, it's always the quarterbacks who get the most attention. And there's two quarterbacks that are getting a lot of attention. So I'm just bringing out these names so that people are aware when the draft happens so that if you hear other people talking, because part of ball talk is education. Mm -hmm. This way you know what's going on. So the two names that you're going to hear a lot of are Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky used to be Mitch Trubisky. He's a quarterback from North Carolina. Wait, why did he add the O on? Because his mom made him. (laughs) He went by Mitch Trubisky, and his mom insisted that as he goes into the NFL that he goes by Mitchell. Oh, well, it's nice of him to listen to his mom. So he now has to, he now goes by Mitchell Trubisky. Anyway, he's, it's him. He's kind of the, these two guys are the, are the two top two quarterbacks. Mitchell Trubisky from North Carolina and Deshaun Watson from Clemson. So Deshaun Watson is the other one. So one of those two will be the first quarterback drawn. And I figured in honor of this, since Clemson did win the national championship oh, this boy. year. I play this little ditty from Clemson. I couldn't find a Deshaun Watson song, but we do have this from Clemson. From a man by the name of Lil Shane. Lil Shane? Lil Shane. Who's, I kid you not, in a garage with the door closed, with his hood up, and his sweats on, walking around, looking at his phone. And he's about to drop a rap for us called the Clemson Tigers rap, sir. Oh, Greg. Yeah. Okay. I don't like Alabama. I don't like Utah. I rep the Clemson Paul. Could be better than y'all. Better watch out for Ray Ray when he carry the ball. Cause he'll take you to the end zone, juking and all. When Deshaun drop a pass, boy, he dropping your jaw. We about to win the ship and then go ball at the mall. Gotta watch out for the Wayne train. He the main thing. Bowl wear through the D line. Bang, bang. Better watch out for the oh my God. game day. Lil Shane. Lil Shane just spitting some rhymes in his mom's garage. It's clear. I expect I expect at any point in this video, too, because it's just an empty garage with the door closed that his mom's going to come in. Shane. Dinner's almost Shane. ready. Shane. Shane, what are Shane, you doing? Shane, do your homework. Mom, I'm rapping. I'm Lil Shane. <laughs> I'm rapping. Oh, that's neat, honey, but math homework's still got to be done. <laughs> Call me Lil oh, Shane, Mom. Lil Shane with his Clemson Tigers rap. Oh, boy. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. <laughs> I'm Lil Shane. No, Mom. <laughs> no. Mom, get out of here. Shane, you're going to lose your phone privileges. All right. We need to talk about something that's happening next week, Sarah. Yes, tell me. Because there is some big things happening. It is the annual Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Oh, yeah. So Bridgetown Comedy Festival. And if you've been a long-time listener of Fun Employment Radio, you know that we are honored that uh, we are one of the sponsors of Bridgetown Comedy Festival every year. And we are really, really excited. It's the 10th anniversary. That's insane. 10 years of the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. And it all starts... Next week. So it's May 4th through May 7th. And part of Fun Employment Radio is we will end up interviewing a lot of people that are going to be on it. So next week, our schedule could be kind of erratic because we'll we'll have 
people coming in at different mm. times, multiple comedians on one show. Yeah, Mike had just written again. We're going to have Mike Kaplan in at some point. Uh, Mike Kaplan, and as we were doing this show, uh, Billy Wayne just wrote. Oh, so Billy. Billy! Yeah, Billy Wayne Davis wants to make sure that he's in here next week. So oh, that guy's awesome. Schedule with him, and then there's a bunch of people that are coming to the event. Uh, also, you'll have uh, the entire cast of the new. Um, uh, Mystery Science Mystery Theater. Science Theater yeah. 3000. Yeah, they're doing all things. Including Jonah. our friend Baron Vaughn, who we found the show, had on the show several times. Baron yeah. is just blowing up. He, they Dude, just Baron's announced. Huge they now. just announced that he's getting his own TV show uh, yep. for the new Negroes. Yep. Um, he's doing which, Mystery Science Theater I 3000. Say, I want to say the new Negroes show, which I'm sure he's doing at Bridgetown. I don't know if it just started here, but it certainly has been a staple of Bridgetown every year. Um, his new Negroes showcase. And yeah, he's getting his own show on Comedy Central now. With yeah, it's incredible. Which is fucking awesome. Baron and, is just a really, really cool dude and uh, really excited for him. Yeah, and there are going to yeah. be so many people. So we're just going to be kind of wonky all next week. But of course, we love it because, as we say, it's like comedian summer camp yeah. all the time. So we'll get to hear everything. Like, we, you know, because we don't know exactly who we're going to be talking to. So it's always kind of yeah, fun. No idea. It's, it's really real because we don't know what the hell we're doing half the time. No. Nah. And it's fun. No, yeah. yeah, we don't know. And you can see the entire list at BridgetownComedy.com and get your tickets because Sarah and I will be there for the whole weekend. It's, you know, a bunch of different nights of shows, all kinds of shows all over the city of Portland. It's a hell of a deal. So I would say get on there right now, BridgetownComedy.com. Pick up your ticket. You get a festival pass and then you can go to any of the shows. Um, yeah, I mean, huge names coming. Janine Garofalo is going to be here. Andy Kindler, Eugene This Herman, year I want to meet Guy Janine. Guy I want to meet Janine Garofalo. Cool. Yeah. I've never had the balls to actually. I mean, I've been around You've her. Seen her, yeah. Yeah, I've never said. I've never said anything. I don't want to bother her, but I figure I've seen her a bunch of times now. I just at least want to say hi and shake the lady's hand. Let's do it. Damn it. All yeah, right. Absolutely. Okay. So get your tickets. BridgetownComedy.com. We'll be talking about that a lot over the next week. It's very, very exciting. Also, want to wish. Courtney and Brian, a very happy eight-year anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, you two. And did we want to announce, or should we just wait until maybe tomorrow, because we've had a lot today? Nah, fuck it. Let's just say it. All right, and then our next bingo night is going to be happening, our next and final bingo night for this season will be happening on Thursday, May 11th. Mark your calendars, Thursday, May 11th, the final Bingo night. Yes, and we're we're doing this because of popular demand. Because we because weren't going to do another one, but we've had yeah. so many people write to us that we will be. So you wanted it, so come and uh, play some bingo. Let's hang out Thursday, May eleventh at the Landmark Saloon. Mark it on your calendars. And uh, actually, I, in the words of Sarah, I shit you not. Uh, a tequila sponsor is going to be one of the sponsors. <gasps> All right, we're getting we're getting primed for we're Mexico. Primed, yeah, All right, tequila is going to be one of the sponsors. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks so much, everybody. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. You are all wonderful. You are the most wonderful. The most wonderful. Yes. And we I, appreciate you very much. Yes, and we hope you have a lovely day. And uh, thank you Wherever for supporting you our show. Follow us on Twitter at Fun Imp Radio, at Greg Nibbler, at Sarah X. Dillon. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hit that subscribe button because it does help. Leave a review if you don't mind doing so. That, that would be, be wonderful. wonderful. It does help out <laughs> a lot. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, Bye. friends. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.